He says, Sean, well, here's your, here's your two gifts, your two biggest gifts, pastoring and administration. And I thought wow. to myself, these are the most boring gifts that you could possibly have. Welcome to the Tiger Alumni Podcast from East Texas Baptist University. My name is Carrie Johnson, class of 1994. And as the Director of Alumni Relations at ETBU, I'll be your host. Every day I have the opportunity to meet and visit with phenomenal alumni of various ages and stages in life. I always feel a little guilty that others don't get to hear what we talk about. So we've decided to capture some of those conversations with the hopes of sharing them with you. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I get to visit with Sean Martinez, a 1996 graduate from Tyler, Texas. I'm always interested to hear about how, when I talk to alumni, almost every time they point back to either an experience or a relationship that was um, impactful, pivotal, they can they can go back to that that person or that experience. Mm. So I'm interested. I've got to, several. Okay. Your dad's one of them. I mean, yeah, I wanted to tell you before I just sprung it out on you. Okay. (laughs) Your dad. So I've got several. I've got your dad who, when we all came in as freshmen, I don't know if you didn't go to ETBU. You went to like Oklahoma. I went to OBU, but when dad came in the fall of 91, I came with Mm -hmm. him. Okay. Okay. Just for a semester. Gotcha. And we see where that got us 30 years later. Yeah. Well, (laughs) Got your house full of kids and some grandkids so far, so you're doing all right. <laughs> um, but like we came in and he had us all the freshman ministerial students, right? I don't know if they still do this designation where they had this scholarship that mm-hmm. you could get uh, that if you were going into ministry. And I remember being one of those students and he, they put us all through this spiritual gifts testing and personality testing. And then, and I realized what a big deal this is now. We would all go and sit in your dad's office with him. Like every, like we would all go in and he would talk about it. And two things he told me that were really impactful to me. One was, uh, Sean, do you know what dogmatism is? And I had no idea. I was a freshman. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) And he goes, dogmatism is basically how strongly you believe something, even if there's proof that something else may be more right. And I was like, oh, well, I don't. Okay, yeah. Still had no no clue. He said, well, a normal score, and I'm just going to use, I don't remember the scores. (laughs) Let's just say on a scale of one to a thousand, a normal score is about 300. Sean, your score is 750. And I'm thinking, so I'm I'm really good at it. (laughs) You know, I I don't know. And then he followed up. It was like a one-two punch. and and he obviously he didn't do this on purpose or maybe he did, but he he kind of explained to me that no, this is something that you're probably going to lose, hopefully, as we mm. as we teach you and as we put you around other people and you learn different points of view. And then he's like, well, "What do you want to do?" You know, because we're having this ministerial conversation with him, and I say, "Oh, I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to be a worship. I'm yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's that's what." And he goes, "Really." And uh, we're sitting in his office, and he goes, look on the wall behind you. And I looked on the wall behind oh. me. <laughs> do, you know what, do, you, do you know what he, he had yeah. me look at? <laughs> he, he, he said, do you see what those are? 
And I said, well, they're, they're degrees from a couple of universities. He said, do you see what they're in? And I said, oh, they're music. And I looked at him like, you, you, you're, you're a musician. And he said, don't assume that you know what God's going to do with your life. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I remember that. I, I mean, there are a few conversations that I remember with different faculty and staff. And that was definitely, like I said, it was good reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought you were going to talk about when they took the chairs out of the chapel. I'm glad we didn't go there. Oh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't involved with that, even though some people think I was. I, I think I was gone with, I mean, weren't we doing the we music thing? We might have been traveling, and that's why we didn't, I, we didn't I, know about it. No, people didn't ask me about that kind of stuff because I wasn't a bad kid. That was, yeah. I can name some names. I know nope. who was there. Nope. <laughs> that ain't what this podcast is about. <laughs> no, no I, no, I wasn't there. But, the, but he, he, he did have, uh, and then my junior year, the year that we were working together in interview, he had started a worldview. He was, he was meeting with me and, I was like the low man on the totem pole. He was meeting with Randy Carter, uh, Lynn Cartwright, Steve Tanner, mm. Donald Skiles, and some of those mm -hmm. guys. And I got to go since I lived in the house with them. There you go. And he was doing a worldview. Symposium. We were meeting him for breakfast, and he's the first person who ever heard use the word worldview. Oh, I didn't wow. Know, I didn't know that, that I thought about the world in a certain way until mm -hmm. he started saying, no, you, you do. And actually other people think differently. I mean, he, he was, I think he was ahead of his time today. I mean, it's on banners all over campus. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, I mean, it's the this thing we, we talk do. about. This it's, is what we do. Yeah. We're trying to um, produce excellent nurses and educators and businessmen who have integrated mm -hmm their faith and um, can go and shine light into the world. But yeah, I think probably when he was talking about it in the nineties, there were a lot of. Oh, I, I'd um, never heard the word and uh, never heard the word before. So it was. That's awesome. It was impactful. So those are two, I mean, those are two things about people who impacted me at, um, and there's, there's, there's another person who we weren't that close. I just had him for Spanish. Okay. Uh, uh, Dr. Arguez. Okay. Uh, we, I mean, I was just a normal I mean. av average. I was below average Spanish <laughs> student. <laughs> but <clears throat> this is something that has stuck to me, stuck with me to this day. And it is again, that integration of, of faith and learning. I'm going to work you guys on Spanish and we're going to talk about how to conjugate verbs and vocabulary and all that, you know, super fun stuff that you love going through Spanish. Um, and, and at the end of every class, every class, he would say, okay, we're done for today. And remember today is a gift. Hmm. And to me that uh, it wasn't wasted on me then, but even now, uh, even, even more so these years later, mm -hmm. It's something where I think he didn't have to do that. He could have said, okay, we're done. Get out. Yeah. But he, he was probably just one example of educators there at ETBU who really, really did care that we were taking home bigger lessons than psychology or math or biology or 
right. or, you know, whatever right. the, the course was. So what about your music? Oh man. So that's why I went to ETBU. Um, couple, one of the, one of the reasons I went to ETBU because I went to a freshman Saturday, uh, some okay. sort of Saturday thing that they did back then. On campus? Was, on campus, yeah. Okay. Like the freshman Super Bowl or something. I don't know what. <laughs> preview day? Maybe it was a preview day, yeah. Okay. And I, <clears throat> uh, it was one of those things where I think maybe I went with a couple of people from my hometown and we're going to Rogers or that Spiritual Life Center thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we, they have a program, and part of the program is this singing group called Interview. Yes. I mean, it was, and I remember thinking, whoa, these people are amazing singers. This is probably the fall of, uh, fall of 91. Okay. And, and, and so there were people in that group, and I just thought, wow, these are amazing singers. If I, if I come here, I wonder if I can be in this group. I had a healthy opinion of my talents. Dogma. Maybe maybe overly healthy opinion. Uh, Didn't lack on that at the time. And so uh, I started applying DTBU, trying to get in. And and Mike Davis, who was the admissions director at the time, I think, Mm -hmm. when I had been – gotten admission he he wrote me a letter and said hey you're in and we can give you some money to come and nice. i was like this is it this is the best like this is it and yeah. so um so that's why i went and and i was going to major in music until i actually understood what a music major had to do and i thought you know that's probably not <laughs> that's probably not in my skill set i <laughs> Uh, and so I didn't, I ended up majoring in psychology, but, uh, did music all the way through. I, I led worship and I was in a band and, uh, was all, I made interview uh, a couple of times, I made it one year. And then I laid off for a couple of years and came back and you were the director at that time. So, uh, we have lots of fun memories from that. I know. Um, and after college, I, I did that for a while. Um, even one year, one year, uh, right after I got married, I, I call it the year I was unemployed. It was, <laughs> and this was, you were married and unemployed. Uh, yes. Yes. I call okay. it the year I was unemployed. It was the year I was pursuing music full time. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, this is pre YouTube, pre Facebook, yeah pre MySpace, everything. Uh, yeah. and we, we played musical. I mean, we played a lot of music that year, but Who's also we? Just, uh, the band that I was with the band at the time. And so, uh, and, and just with other people that I would pick up with and we'd play, I just realized during that year that probably full-time music was not going to be my, my life, my, my, right. my career. And, um, for lots of reasons. And, and so, um, was but, that, was that sad and no. or freedom uh, think, oriented? That's a good question. It wasn't sad. Um, not for me, uh, because yeah. I, I kind of at the time thought, well, I've got other things that I want to do. I don't mm-hmm. n- know that I want to 
just do this for the rest of my life and follow where it's going to pull me to be. I think I want to be here in this area and geographically, and, and I'm just going to use it however I can. And so that's, that's what I did and played pretty steadily um, for a long time. And mm -hmm. probably only recently in the past three years that I really kind of bring that way back just to be at home more. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> My daughter was, see how, maybe about five or six. And um, so I stopped, I mean, I was playing in church mainly, you know, and, and, uh, and different teams there. And <clears throat> it just became something where I thought, you know, I'm for now I'm stepping back from this. Yeah. But another thing that Ward Walker, Dr. Ward Walker told me when he did those spiritual uh, gifts assessments, he said, Sean, well, here's your, here's your two gifts, your two biggest gifts. It's pastoring and administration. And I thought wow. to myself, these are the most boring gifts that you could possibly have. And, and um, I was. Did you mention upset. that to the giver? <laughs> no, don't 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 tell him. Well, again, I was uh, so many. When I think of my time at ETBU, and I think about the adults that I um, engaged with, right? So, your dad, Alan Thompson at the at the BSM. Um, even, even older students there, I think about that and I think about, man, how much grace they gave me because mm -hmm. I was kind of, well, I was having to learn that I didn't know all the answers. And, no. I, and, and I think any, when I look back now on my time at ETBU, I'm sometimes embarrassed, a lot of times embarrassed about, oh man, you really said that out loud or you really... Because people gave me a microphone a lot because I was, and so I'm standing up there with a head full of half, uh, half full of knowledge, if that, and they're just letting me say whatever I want. <laughs> and, so, and so I look back sometimes and I'm kind of embarrassed, but I think that any of us that don't look back, it's what, 30 years ago and say, wow, I've really changed a lot. Yeah. That maybe we're not doing it right. And I, and it is uh, that, uh, the capacity with, that I receive the grace, like I, I've prayed the prayer sincerely, like God, if you could do the miracle of letting those people forget the things I said <laughs> in the late nineties, like when I knew everything, like I, oh, yeah. I, I peaked and I knew literally everything there was to know. And, um, and I had a lot of opportunities to speak. And so when I can that reservoir where I receive all that grace, um, sometimes in tears of embarrassment and shame, um, then it's a, a deep well to offer the 19 year olds in currently in my life who I completely understand how they fully believe in the innocence of their heart, that they know everything there is to know. And there's grace, grace to offer. And, um, they will be 35 one day and, you know, yeah, they'll be they'll be as old as you. You're 35. They'll something like that. Something. Plus shipping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, oh. oh gosh. <clears throat> but yeah, that's I, I I just think back on those days and <clears throat> have I actually have gone back to some of those people uh and said, "Hey, 
<laughs> I know I said this or I did this and I, I really like need to know that I know you remember and they do. I mean, they, yeah. uh, you want, yeah. you want them to forget. Yeah. But I'm, I am sincerely sorry about that. Like I apologize yeah. and start good conversations. And sometimes people are like, no, I wasn't, you know, I was right there with you. Like I, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. <clears throat> so it's, it's good. It's good. And, and a lot of people that I meet who went to ETBU when I was there, that's, it's common. It's mm-hmm. because I think a, not everybody, but a lot of students who go to ETBU do it with this view of, <clears throat> I'm going to be holier because I'm here, or I'm going to be a better, and they don't realize they're, I that's not that's not what happens is you is you realize that no we're all we're all yeah. learning and we're all growing and we're all getting a lot of grace and so when I meet people now who went there it's always interesting it's a hard conversation to bring up uh and and you can't just walk up to somebody you just met and say hey well what you know what'd you do or what yeah. you you know how have you changed but yeah. if you talk to somebody long enough often that is everybody's journey is a little different mm-hmm. and so uh, it's fun to hear how those have changed, but they're they're still anchored mm-hmm. back to somebody or something from from that time. Uh, so it's yeah, interesting. Um, oh, there was a question. Now I'm gonna have to. Well, um, if I say the light on the hill never dies, what comes to your brain? <laughs> Don't make me. <laughs> hey, I'm just. <clears throat> well, I think probably the first thing that comes to mind is the hymn. The dark morass, the, the moccasin yes. feet in the grass. Time was when the silent hero woke. That one, we sang it. I mean, we, it seems like we sang it a lot. I think it was twice a year, but it had a, uh, it a deeply like more than that. <laughs> <laughs> like more than that it's awesome you know my senior year um i was in this band and i was in this band from my from my freshman year all the way to my senior year and then after <clears throat> so you're not saying the name of the band because there are more bands than one or because you don't want no, us looking oh. it up on spotify oh you won't find it <laughs> it was it was called autumn rains uh Aww. it was a, a, a biblical reference and mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and we did various you know praise and worship stuff we'd also do concerts with some of our own music and um i i forget what it was for and i don't think it was commissioned but we took that time was when the silence here and we turned it into a rock song <laughs> <laughs> Full verses, everything. And um Time was. A, it, 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 was, it wasn't that. It it was something <laughs> like that. It wasn't but it was, yeah. It was uh let's see, we would I, I couldn't I couldn't remember the verse, but I remember the the chorus was just time was, time was, time was when the silent hero woke, something like that. It was and I think Dr. Riley, who was the president at the time. Every time I saw him after that, he moved, uh, I believe after he left ETB, he moved to Tyler or around Tyler. And so I would see him from time to time. And every time I'd see him, he'd 
he'd shake my hand and say, you remember what you did to that song? And I'd say, it's an interesting choice of words, but yeah, yeah, I remember. So I, it's hard oh, I think where, it burned in a lot of memories. Where is that file? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's filed away. That's, I, I mean, I, it's I on a VHS. You. It's on a cassette. Where is it? <laughs> I don't, I have no idea, but wouldn't, wouldn't that be something? Um, I mean, it would be something. Um, and let's not overlook the alum that you dwell with. So, yeah, I made a list of, of alumni and she's the first one, right? Good. So, like, who, who she, <laughs> As yeah, she should I, be. I met my wife, Christy at ETBU and we would have never, I mean, it, I think it's fair to say, you know, our paths never would have crossed otherwise. And, um, we have been married since 99 now. Okay. So I guess we're working on our 23rd year. Like, are we maybe? Well, what part of the year? You'll have to tell me what month. Uh, September. September. So September of 22 will be your 23rd. Yeah. So we're finishing up our 23rd year. There you go. Right. And so, uh, and that's, that's been, I mean, obviously the most influential relationship that I have <laughs> from ETBU. Uh, and yeah. so if, if for no other reason, like, Hey, Sean, are you, you know, what'd you get out of going to ETBU? Well, I, I got a wife. Uh, so I, it's, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it, uh, it's hard to think of not going there now yeah. because then if, if I don't go to ETBU in that, in that history, and a lot of other things aren't what they are. <laughs> so. Listen, my, my, uh, I think the same thing about my dad choosing to come here. Cause I just came to be with him for a semester. Mm-hmm. He chose this. He had another opportunity at the same time. And he chose this and all of us, me and my three brothers, we all found our spouses here. And mm. I'm like, there are generations at stake in that one decision. Wow. Um, it was a good decision. Yes. <laughs> So, wow. I know it's, it, it's terrifying to think about because uh, we, we actually had a, a conversation that summer and he was like, I have these two opportunities. You know, I said, what do you feel like God's will is? And he was like, I, for the first time in my life, I think God is saying you, you pick. And I mean, I remember that conversation with him. And then I'm looking at the last 30 years going, well, my goodness, um, that mm. was a, that was a great decision. So I kind of keep making that decision to, to be here in, in his honor, but um, that's, that's true. And it, it, it's a good decision. And I think that for me, I think back on the friends, the relationships that I took out of there, I needed, I think I needed a small school. Um, mm-hmm. I think of 18 uh, year old Sean Martinez set loose, you, you like say go into Tulane and mm-hmm. set loose in New Orleans. And this is not a good scenario that plays out I needed that tension mm-hmm. of of that conservative bubble mm-hmm. uh, I kicked against it you know later yeah. in my time there I'm like oh well this I'm saying well maybe I don't want this conservative and I'm gonna I'm gonna push a little bit here or there or there's too many rules or whatever it was and um, yeah. I think those were just growing pains for me and when I see students come through there now who I'm acquainted with in some way, and I hear those little, those same sort of frustrations, 
I just think, yeah, you're probably there for a reason, kid. Like you just don't yeah. just yeah. Hang, hang in there. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Um, life, life comes really big and really strong as, as soon as you want it to. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I hope that one day my daughter is able to go to a similar, if not ETBU, a similar, I mean, I mean, why not? I mean, I mean, you're still doing the uh, alumni students, alumni scholarship go free. Yes. No, 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 no. that's a little broad. Um, There is a scholarship. (laughs) Oh, there's a a scholarship. Oh, okay. um, No, we have a lot of, uh, no, well, we have lots of alumni (laughs) children. We have lots of dependents of alumni, which speaks. That's so cool. Like I'm thinking you, to me, it speaks so highly uh, that they would entrust their most treasured yeah. possession, not possessions. What's the word? I don't know. But um, it's, uh, I think a lot of time people who give a ton of money or something get a lot of, you know, recognition or, or honor. And I just think you're, they're entrusting the lives of their children to this institution. And that speaks uh. a lot to me. So there's a lot of, um, happily, there's a lot of alumni dependents who become students. And we do have a scholarship fund that I'm, I'm trying to do what I can to grow because I would love to give more money to all of those students. Back, I, and some of the people I went to college with are back there now. Like there's posting pictures of dropping their kid off for their. I know that's what's so fun about being old is that now there's a whole <laughs> nother generation. Love it. I don't know. I just love it. I'm, I just, I'm a weirdo about it. I love it so much. <laughs> Well, you're in the right place. You're in the right place doing the right thing. I think that your your emails, and I've told you this before. I mean, I I think that you're very gifted at what you do, and the words that you use are uh, are just the right words at just the right time. It seems like so. Keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Do more of it, and keep putting that out in the world because people like it and people need it. Thank you, Sean. Well, um, anything else we need to talk about? Um, uh, you know, probably not, but I will add this Okay. <clears throat> just in case I need to do anything to firm up my position as an <laughs> alumni. Um, I don't think I got all my chapel credits. I think maybe if you could check on my transcript for me <laughs> to see. We don't joke. We don't joke. There they are let, people. They gave it to me. It's a long time ago. Uh, you can't, you got to throw out the whole recording now. <laughs> Listen, I, I kept us rolling through the light on the hill, but I can't. Um, do you remember any of your chapel experiences? Yeah. Ab- Since absolutely. you might have to do a book report on a few of them. Well, one semester in. I did. One semester I, I had to do the reports. Yeah. where I had to watch a certain number of chapels to, to catch up. Yeah. And, and that was my senior year. And so I'm, you know, did them. Uh, but no, I, I do remember a lot of the chapel. I mean, a lot. There's so many. You do it twice a week, or at least we did back then. How many we is do. it now? Mm-hmm. Monday yeah, and Wednesday. And I think you could miss seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I bet every student at ETBU knows how many you can miss. Mm-hmm. They have no idea how many there are. But they know they can only miss. 
<laughs> and they know how many they've missed. Uh, Philip, my husband, uh, had to go to Dr. Walker's office and do mm-hmm. a report on Spurgeon. I don't because he, oh, okay, because he didn't he didn't do chapel the way he. No. We all know that his heart would eventually want to do chapel. Oh, he of was, course. He was he was not able to pull that together with the current equipment that sophomore year. I think if there was an award for a cheerleader for newbie alumni directors, you you're up for it. You've been a real encouragement to me these last several months. Well, that I was I am sincerely still excited when I found out. Like when I think the day I found out, you did. You called. I called you on my office phone. Yes. Because I was so excited of, about it. And I think this podcast could be really cool. I think yeah. I, I think that there are a lot of very interesting and varied alumni from ETBU. I don't think that I'm one of them. I think that, that who are doing very interesting, important things uh, in the world. And I, I'd love to hear some, uh, more about those people. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think it's, I think it's great. Uh, and I think the more that we're reminded that, hey, we all spent time there. Mm-hmm. And regardless of how you performed there or who your friend group was, or, or if you're still connected in some yeah. way, that means that there was some sort of vi- vital or life-giving connection. And um, and sometimes that's just enough. When, I, when mm-hmm. I, I'm having lunch with... Um, with with a friend on Friday who we went to ETBU together and it really is sometimes just about talking to a guy who I've known for 30 years yeah and you don't get you don't get another chance it takes a long time to build a three-decade friendship right it it takes a long time and so I think getting back into those relationships has been has been good and and just saying you know we we're going to cultivate these relationships now even though we don't have to see each other every day we don't have to call each other uh i think it's good to cultivate those relationships for me it reminds me of all that time so talking to him talking to especially people maybe who haven't caught up with in a while it reminds me of the things i was passionate about then it reminds me of the person i wanted to be then because that's who Mm -hmm. they remember so they're asking me those questions and I'm asking them those questions. And like, what about, do you ever do this? Or do you, you I remember you used to talk about this and, and I go, Oh yeah, that's right. I, I was really focused on this thing. I was really in the paper mache back in college. <laughs> I just am, I'm not pursuing the paper mache career that I thought I was going to. It reminds but, us of who we are or who mm-hmm. we were. And I think those sort of anchors are good. Because mm-hmm. we can see if we've gotten off track or uh, if we want to go, you know, if we want to go in a different direction. I, I like I like connecting with people um, yeah. from that time period for that reason. Hey, thanks Thank for you. doing this. You're welcome. Thanks for asking me. Find more alumni spotlights by visiting www.etbu.edu slash alumni. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and may the light on the hill never die.